0: Hi family, welcome back, thank you for being here. I'm super excited about today's video. I'm gonna be telling you how minimalism helped me achieve a six-figure income. Before I get started, I wanna let you guys know we talked about potentially talking about my story and my background, and I tried for like over an hour and it just diverted too much from the topic, so I think we should save it for another time. So I'm super excited about this topic because as you guys know, I'm a big fan of minimalism. But before the coin term came about, this was a habit or trend, pattern, like I started to notice in my life that I was doing that generated so much value. So for those of you guys that are new, what is minimalism? It's simple, you just ask yourself whether or not something adds value into your life, and you remove the things that don't, and then you keep the things that do. A lot of times people start off with possessions, but this has permeated through all areas of my life, from my thought patterns, feelings, behaviors, people I hang out with, events and time that I spend, on doing certain things. Minimalism is the approach that I take to all of that. So in my lifetime, that's really been the secret to my approach in business and in other things, any kind of successes or goals that I might have. But for the purposes of talking about a six figure income, we'll direct it towards that. The first thing that minimalism has affected are my attitude and approach about life. This is super, super huge about any goal or any successes you wanna achieve. Whether you wanna be an athlete or you wanna get straight A's in school, it has to do with your attitude and approach. That's what comes first. And one thing that I noticed since I was really young is that I'm kind of a stubborn child, and I still can be stubborn, but um, I didn't like being told no, and I certainly didn't like being told that I couldn't do something. And my mindset was always of that, not that I couldn't do it or like, why can't I, but how can I? And I was that kid, sorry mom. But I spent most of my childhood thinking, how can I? And early on, I would just kind of fake it till I make it. And that happened in athletics. Like I'd never done dance or cheer in my entire life. And I remember in cheerleading, they were like, can you do a back handspring? And I was like, totally can. And she was like, all right, do you want to practice? And I'm like, "Uh, sure, can you spot me? Cause I haven't done one in a really long time. And I never had done a back handspring in my life. Like I've tried a couple times, fell on my head and then totally quit. But I knew that I wanted to get it down in order to make the team. And that's just kind of, my approach to everything. This followed me into athletics, which I felt like really cultivated that mindset of being in competition with yourself, in front of like a public crowd, your peers, and sometimes failing, but still having to push through and staying really committed. And it also translated into the business realm when I first started network marketing. For those of you that have been around, you know that I like network marketing, especially if you don't have a business background or exposure to business in your family. That was me. So network marketing is a great way to understand how to build a business from ground up, utilizing somebody else's system. So you're not doing it yourself and if there's one thing that network marketers are really good at it's about having high positive energy in fact it's so important for network marketing companies to pump the crowd up with the right mindset because it's what keeps them motivated energized and it keeps the team morale complete and just like positively flowing so network marketing exposes their people to a lot of motivation books talks seminars those kind of things and that just further molded my perspective into rooting out the things that don't add value self-doubt fear uh, mass thinking all those sorts of things that I was told I couldn't do it all that stuff got rooted out and I started generating the mindset and the perspective on how to become successful within my own life ever since I was really young I had to depend on myself for my safety, my security, to get myself out of my childhood situation and to sort of deal with that at a really young age. So I always knew that I could do anything as long as I had the information and as long as I had like myself to get it done. This is super, super huge. If there's anything that I would say is so common in people that have a hard time having success versus those who do really well, it's those people have overcome their root doubts, their root blockages and challenges. All it is is a mental thing and everything is subjective or relative. And you guys understand that. Think of something that you first did like maybe it was something in sports or maybe it was something that you couldn't do and it seemed really, really hard, almost impossible maybe. And then you kept trying and trying and practicing and practicing and then one day it clicked and you got it. And then you started doing it some more because it started becoming really easy and fun and then no-brainer after that. And this could be anything from RPG gaming, doing well in school, participating in sports or learning really cool dance moves. It all comes down to mentality and then the action that you take with that mentality. The second place that minimalism helped me was simplification through the hard times, really simplifying my lifestyle through my failures and through the times that I wanted to quit. I was really dead set on being my own boss and not working at a job. I tried it out for a few years. While I did good, I was a really good employee. I got raises and promoted really quick. I just knew it wasn't for me. So even when I went through my failures as a new entrepreneur, which is something almost every entrepreneur goes through, rather than going back to a job and maintaining a really lavish lifestyle, I was able to learn really quick that I would lose all my money if I spent it all. So as I continued to move forward in my journey, I started to downsize and really kind of pick and choose what I wanted to keep in my life so that I could have the time to continue to pursue my passion and grow in the career that I wanted to. This helped me hone in on serious creativity because I had to find ways to actually make some money. I tried mystery shopping, I sold old books and jewelry on Amazon, I took part-time jobs, and I even tried to go back into network marketing for just a little bit. And this is just when you get to the bottom of the pit and your comfort level gets really uneasy, that discomfort can really drive you to be motivated. And when you get through it, your confidence level goes up because you realize, hey, I can really count on myself. I can really make this happen. So on top of that, it gave me time, because I was able to still dictate how much time, how much work I wanted to put in, how much of my lifestyle I wanted to spend on, and because I had that time, I was able to utilize it to get better, learn more, and continue to ask that question, how? What am I missing? How can I get there? What do I need to do to better myself? It also gave me time for my passions, just things like my hobbies and the things that I wanted to create for myself, not for the money, which ultimately some of those passions and hobbies came together with the actual things that I was learning to grow and better myself and it became a business, which is a lot of what you see today, influencer, social media marketing and all this digital photography, videography. I used to do all that kind of stuff just as a hobby for myself and with the business backside that I brought forward in taking the time to learn with that extra time and all those failures and all the network marketing stuff, all the positive thinking, all the books that I read, all the seminars I listened to and watch, I mean all these hours and hours of things permeating your body and mind will eventually come to fruition. It's not always instantaneous though. So that leads me to number three. After all of that sort of manifested and then evolved over the course of about a decade, minimalism has helped me approach it with better productivity and efficiency. This is so important and I will tell you why. Because there is one me and I have 24 hours in a day. To top it off, I have kids, I have a family, I have a husband, I have hobbies, I have adrenal fatigue that I was dealing with this whole time. So it left me with really limited space to really feel like I was just like superhero through all this and just like you, you are one person with 24 hours in a day. So the biggest thing that I could do when I was at my cap and I was working 10 to 12 hours a day, six to seven days a week when I first started out, I'm like, I can't sustain this forever. How can I do this better? How can I improve this? What am I missing? What can I do? What can I learn? How can I grow? How can I get better? Do you see a trend here? This is the biggest trend, and it all starts with that root philosophy that minimalism takes on. Rid yourself of the stuff that doesn't add value to your life. Keep and cultivate the things that do. So over the last year, I've honed in even more refined on this and I know I can get like a thousand times better, but I'm really proud of myself for what I've done in this last year. You guys know that I talk all the time, but every second counts. If I'm sitting on the toilet, I'm not playing playing Candy Crush. I'm f- catching up on my book or reading something or doing something that's gonna be productive and that's gonna add to my goals in life. It doesn't necessarily mean it has to be business. It could be things about reading a book, about how to parent better, could be looking up more about my diet or any of those things that I feel like is present in my life that I'm trying to improve and continue to get better at. I'm always consumed with trying to have information and trying to do those things. And sometimes what's good for my life right now is just sitting and taking five minutes to meditate. So it's all about understanding that balance for yourself. And as you go through that minimalism philosophy and continue to ask and evolve what adds value to your life, you'll be able to identify it more and create a really nice balance for yourself because there isn't all that excess to just drown you out and confuse you. It's so confusing and debilitating when your life is filled with so much stuff, not just materialistically, but everything else. It just adds so much noise. You're literally drowning in noise. So the act of minimalism, rooting out all the crap that doesn't matter and keeping everything that does from your friends, from the things you think about, from the things you say to the things you do, what you spend your time on, what you keep in your home, all those things are, I mean, just imagine, it's going to radically improve your life if you ruthlessly, ruthlessly and consistently weed out the things that don't add value, keep and cultivate the things that do. It is redundant, but I I know you guys get it now. So with productivity, just a few examples of how this applied to my six-figure income, because that is the topic here. Yes, we're talking about all of life, success of all of life, but we're more specifically talking about the event of achieving a certain amount of financial gain. Um, One of that was actually declining jobs. Once I got to the point where I was working 10 to 12 hours a day, six to six, five to six days a week, I knew I couldn't take on more. And it was just so hard not to say, yes, 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 yes to everything. So what I had to do was I had to do some market research and I had to ask myself, well, can I value myself higher? And the answer was yes, because I was overbooked at that time. So what I did was raise my prices and if people couldn't meet that price, rather than saying yes, I said, I'm sorry, let me recommend you to a friend or a colleague, and I started looking for people who could do a similar job as me, maybe not as good, but at a lower rate so that I can recommend my friends to those people and take a commission off that recommendation. That's called leverage, it's just a small example. So you can see, I I didn't do any work in the sense that all my work came from beforehand to generate this traffic. But once the traffic comes through me and I can't take it, I could give people free work or free recommendations or a brand new client. They didn't do any marketing money or advertising for that client. It's like a free client. And then I get paid commission for doing so. So that's just like one teeny tiny example of leveraging your time to make some money. And this also came down to actually spending money to make money. And this seems, Totally ridiculous. But when we moved from the farm place, we were on a work trade at that farm. Everything was like an hour out. And we decided to move to the other side of the island, uh, the beach condo that we were at, which costed a lot of money to live there. And I couldn't imagine how doing a work trade where we were basically living at this place for almost free and then multiplying that by a 100 times more in, in financial value on the other side of the island was gonna make us more money but on paper when you value your time when you when you actually equate what how much time you're going to spend we we talk a lot about trading time for money i was trading a lot of time not for money but to live where i was at so it was actually crippling the time that i could utilize to be more efficient in my work so i started hiring people i hired people to help me clean my house, I hired personal assistants, I hired um, some babysitters once in a while or some nannies that came temporarily on certain days and I hired a lot of help and with that help I was able to leverage my time and actually get more work done. The work that I needed to do, the work that people couldn't do for me, I could do more of that and rather than be backed up on all the back end stuff like editing and getting to emails and talking to clients and sales and administration and filing my tax receipts and all those other things, cleaning my house, rather than spending all that time at that point on doing those things, I could just focus on growing my business. And on top of it, it was really cool because we were able to give like five people really good jobs. So that became really rewarding. It was super valuable to me to create those intimate relationships with the people who have worked with us. I love you guys so much. I envision continuing to work with a close team like that because it's just so much fun. You know, there's, If there's one thing that's really fun, it's working for yourself because you get to set your time, do the jobs that you want, pick and choose you know when you want to take a vacation and all that. But if there's anything greater than that, it's working with awesome people who are just as passionate and just as stoked as you are. So productivity or choosing what adds value and what doesn't in my life also allowed me to have more time to get better. And this is another common theme that you'll probably notice in this entire video. It's always about how can I do that? How do I get better? What do I need to do? If there's something I'm super passionate about, it's that when you leave school, the learning doesn't stop. Learning never stops. The minute you stop, you're dying. You're growing or you're dying. There's no in-between, there's no plateau. I've, I feel very strongly about that. And I think if any of you guys can ask yourself when have been some of the most life-changing events of your life where you went from, let's say, this level of happiness to this level of happiness, something new that has come into your life that has brought you a positive experience, challenged you and caused you to grow, that's when we're really super happy. And in applying minimalism to my everyday life in work and in home, I'm allowed to say no to the things that don't add value. I don't do things just for the money. They have to add more value to me than just bringing in money to the family. And that means that I have to be feel passionate about the product the client has. I have to feel like that's adding value to the world. And sometimes even taking on jobs where I don't get paid because I wanna give back and all of that in turn adds to such a positively fulfilled scenario. And I know we're supposed to be talking about six figures, but at the end of the day, if there's one thing that I can leave you guys with, it's really that six figures is just an event. It's not a destination, whether it's six figures, seven or eight figures, it's just an event. And what I mean by that is that it's kind of just like what happens. For example, if you practice yoga every single day, and you're just focused on all the techniques of yoga, and maybe you guys, if you do yoga, you'll relate to this. Yoga is not about cool handstands or deep backbends, even though that's what gets really popular on Instagram and YouTube. It's really about self-acceptance, allowing yourself to be where you are, releasing, letting go, going with the flow, getting into meditation, being present, being one. And when you practice that every single day, you cultivate a level of peace on the inside and self-confidence, and then on the outside, you cultivate a level of strength and flexibility. The peace and confidence, strength and flexibility is the event, it's it's not the destination, it's just what happens. It's the secondary thing that happens after the process. So the whole point of this video is that minimalism or the philosophy of it has catered to the process that just so happened to lead me to this event. Of course, as a yogi, I wanna be flexible and strong. Of course, I wanna feel more confident and have inner peace, of course. But when I step on that yoga mat, that's not what matters at that time. What matters at that time is doing the best that I can in my practice, being kind to myself, going with the flow, and letting go. So in business, what I've learned from myself, what adds value, every moment of the day to the success and the growth of my business and my financial circumstance is to ask myself what adds value to my life get rid of the things that don't keep and cultivate the things that do and then eventually six figures just sort of happened and to be honest it wasn't something that i was like going for the year that i did it just happened and i was like whoa i can create goals like how can i double this how can i do more with this and again back to that question how can i do it What can I get better at? What can I grow? What am I missing? There's a pattern here. So I hope you guys really like this video. It's like the biggest secret that I can give you as to my entire journey. Um, And I just think if you give it a try for like 30 days and ruthlessly inventory every single area of your life and ask yourself, how can I improve this? What's not adding value? And just like cultivate that practice on a regular basis, you're gonna see like, immense results all around within the first month. So thank you so much for being here with me. Let me know you like this video by hitting thumbs up and of course comment your thoughts and ideas and questions below. You can also tweet me or hit me up on any of my social media sites. I love having conversations with you guys. So thank you so much for being here. I will see you in the next video, which is probably gonna be a fun one. So stick around for that and I'll see you then. Ciao.